It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in. To the Locked On Reds podcast. It's a Thursday, right? It, yeah, Thursday. I don't know. All these days are running together anymore. But on today's show, there's a rumor going around, and it's not really been super um, substantiated, but it's a fun rumor and a possible thing. Uh, who knows? We'll see if it all happens. I'm going to break it all down. What it would mean for the Reds if it happens. And all kind of good stuff here on today's podcast. But before we jump into all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the Locked On Reds podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to right now. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Try to get to a couple of Locked On Reds line texts later on in today's episode. Also, uh, something I always forget to shout out, but I'll remember to shout it out today. If you have a smart speaker or, you know, one of those devices that has a name that you ask its name and, you know, you ask it the weather or you ask it to set a timer or... Now that's pretty much all I use mine for. But if you have one of those smart devices, say, hey, smart device, play the latest episode of the Locked on Reds podcast, and guess what? It'll pull it right up right there. All right, let's uh, let's jump into this because I've been reading a little bit about this. There's a couple of websites, fan graphs, you know, the most uh, substantial for me at least, that is talking about a rumored plan. Now, it's not been confirmed by any major sources or anything like this, so who knows if it's even a thing, but according to Matt Spiegel of 670 The Score up in Chicago, he has some well-informed source that does the business with multiple MLB executives telling him that Major League Baseball is planning for a 100-game season that would start on July 1st. Now, obviously, there are lots of variables that go into all of that, but it is a rumor of some guy who says things on the radio knows a guy who says things to people who work in baseball. But I like this idea, and I don't think it's that far-fetched, so I kind of want to unpack it a little bit. The rumored idea would be Major League Baseball begins its season, begins the 2020 season, on July 1st, with the intention of playing 100 games, which would be a very intriguing prospect. So you cut out 62 games, obviously. And there were a little bit of differences as to what the landscape of Major League Baseball, at least standings-wise, looked like after 100 games last year than through the entire 162-game slate. We'll get to that in just a minute. 
But this thing, a hundred games. So it would go to uh, it would go to October fifteenth, which that's kind of cool because that would mean I would have baseball on my birthday for like the first time in forever, October third. But that's a hundred games going to October fifteenth. They would get rid of the All Star game, and part of their plan kind of involves making good with Dodger Stadium. Apparently, Dodger Stadium kind of did what Great American Ballpark did, and they spent a lot of money on upgrades that the stadium hasn't had in a while in expectation of having this year's All-Star game. The All-Star game would have been at Chavez Ravine this season. But with them getting rid of the All-Star game, obviously, if the season starts on July 1st, you're going to have like 10 games to decide who goes to the All-Star game. That's not going to work. So you nix that. They will have a neutral site World Series at Dodger Stadium, which I think would be pretty cool. And it's funny because the Fangraphs article by Jay Jaff points out the fact that there have been no rainouts at Dodger Stadium since the year 2000. So 20 years. Now, if something crazy were to happen that hasn't happened in 20 years, it seems like it would be this year. But the point being, very rare shot that weather plays a factor in any games at Dodger Stadium. You can't say that for good old Great American Ballpark. You really can't say that at any point in the season, but let alone once you get into fall, the weather's going to be unpredictable. So hopefully the Reds make the playoffs and then they would be making their way to the World Series in L.A. And the interesting thing is the provision, if the Dodgers make the World Series, they would then move the World Series to either uh, Angel Stadium or Petco Park or something like that, just so as to not give them a complete home field advantage. So I wonder exactly what the Dodgers uh, brass are rooting for there, because uh, they stand to make a lot of money if the World Series is played at Dodger Stadium, I would think. But I would also think they've got a lot of money anyway because they spend a lot of money. Anyway, that's just me rambling on that. Enough of that. The the hangups with this, obviously, are things that Major League Baseball cannot control. Some hurdles that need to be jumped before we can even talk about actually having regular season games. And those are, uh, there's three really big ones. The medical experts have to determine games will not pose a risk to the health of players, staff, and spectators. That's that's a given. Obviously, you're not going to have anything if you've got doctors out there saying, no, no, you could still get sick. Yeah, no one's going to a game in that scenario. Number two, there are no travel restrictions. Again, pretty obvious. If you can't get into the state of Ohio, then how on earth are you going to play a game in Cincinnati? Or if you can't leave, you know, whatever. It was just obvious there. And then the third one, removal of legal restrictions on mass gatherings that would prevent games in front of spectators. Now, this is an interesting thing because there's competing points of view when it comes to playing in empty stadiums. Tony Clark from the MOB Players Association had a quote, and he said, um, this was on USA Today with uh, Bob Nightingale, he said, players want to play, that's what we do. Being able to get back on the field and being able to play, even if that means their fans are watching from home, being able to play for their fans is something they've all expressed a desire and an interest to do and to do as soon as possible. We would play as long as we possibly could. Obviously, the weather becomes a challenge later getting to the calendar year, but we would do our best to play as many as possible, regardless of when the start 
of the season is. So from the player's perspective, they want to go. But then whenever you look on the other side of the equation, when you look at Major League Baseball and, and the, the folks that run everything there, uh, there's reports from Tom Verducci and from Jason Stark that Major League Baseball has no interest, little to no interest, but sounds like no interest at all, in playing games in empty stadiums. So if there is a situation where they could pass players and all that stuff off as being healthy and there's no risk to them, but there's still probably a restriction on mass gatherings, we're probably still not having baseball. Which is a bummer because, I mean, I'd love to have something on television, right? I, I know you would too. I mean, baseball is better than no baseball. Just my thought on that. And so I kind of side with the players. But that being said, let's assume all those hurdles are jumped. Let's assume for a minute that this rumor actually comes to fruition because I'm a positive person. I want to be happy. I want to think about positive things, even if just for a minute in this world that there's like nothing positive to think about right now. How would that affect the Reds? How would that have affected the playoff race? We'll take last year and use it as an example. I'm going to break that down for you here in just a minute. But with everything that's going on and the fact that you're stuck at home, I'm stuck at home, you're probably getting tired of cooking, probably getting tired of doing dishes. You know the best way to alleviate that stress is to order takeout or even better, order delivery. And for that, you got to check out Postmates. I've got a deal for you today. You go to Postmates and you enter the code LOCKED ON. You'll get your first seven days worth of deliveries for free up to $100. And if you can rack up more than $100 in deliveries in seven days, you are, I think, like technically skilled or whatever the word is for that. But go to the Postmates app and enter promo code LOCKED ON for seven days of free deliveries of up to $100. Postmates pretty much has about every restaurant you can think of in the area. I've gotten Jersey Mike's off of that. I've gotten Chipotle off of that. There's fast food. You can get frishes if you're you just craving a big boy. All that stuff. Check it out on Postmates. Next time you're hungry and you want food delivered, Postmates. And before we jump back into this whole rumored plan for the 2020 season, got a question for you. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe that's just because you haven't found the right one. In this environment where technology is king and you've got smart this, smart that, everything is smart, Withings has come up with the smart scale that is the best scale for you to use. It's called the Body Plus, body composition scale. It connects with your phone via Wi-Fi and Bluetooth so that when you step on the scale, it immediately sends your weight, your weight trend, your body composition, and a weather report to your phone. That way you have all the right tools to stay healthy and to get fit. And you know, willpower is a key when it comes to getting fit and staying healthy, but so is having the right stuff. And Withings makes the right stuff. And now you can go to withings.com slash MLB to get 25% off the Withings Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's 25% off at W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB. So I did some digging, and when you look at the 2019 season and you cut it off at each team's 100-game mark, there are a few changes. Not, nothing too crazy, but a few changes that happen. Number one is the Cubs would have won the NL Central. 
instead of the Cardinals. You would have had a game between them, and then the Brewers would have just missed out on the postseason, finishing two games behind the Cubs and one game behind the Cardinals. Your three division winners still would have been the Dodgers and the Braves, but then you would have had the Cubs, and then your two wildcard teams would have been the Nationals and the Cardinals. That could have been an interesting change to see how that would have affected. The Reds would have tied with the Pirates, which really sucks, but uh, both teams would have finished with a 46-54 and 54 record in 100 games. So it would have been interesting to see the differences there and how they all played out because obviously everything would be a lot tighter in a 100-game season. One of the reasons that the MLB season is so long is it rewards the deep and the talented teams out there, and it kind of weeds out the frauds. And, and not really, a fraud's kind of a strong word. It weeds out your Cinderella's, if you think about it. I mean, the Cubs ended up imploding, and they lost the division to the Cardinals, and they didn't even end up making the wild card because the Brewers took that from them as well. So this 100-game season would have been a completely different 2019. Who knows, Joe Madden would probably still be a manager of the Cubs, but that's getting really far into it. The other interesting thing, if you look on the American League side, is that the Indians would have made the playoffs as a wild card. They would have beaten out the Rays. The Rays would not have even made the postseason if you only played 100 games. So I think that it will be interesting. It's funny to say, it's funny to think of 100 games as being a sprint, but that might be what we're looking at. And honestly, I think that favors the Reds. They've got depth. They've got some interesting players behind, you know, the, the top layer of guys. But on the, on the whole, if there's too many injuries, if there's lots of what's going on with like the Mets and the Red Sox where they've already lost the races to Tommy John surgery, which we might talk about that a little bit more on a later episode. But when you look at all of that, a 100-game season kind of masks those deficiencies. The interesting part will be, should the Reds make the postseason, like we're all thinking that they will, in this 100-game scenario that ends on October 15th, we'll be seeing some uh, playoff games into November in Cincinnati. Could be interesting. The weather is unpredictable. And although we had a mild winter last year, I'm not expecting another mild winter. And you know, there's other stuff that people talking about, oh, hey, well, Major League Baseball will be running into NFL and college football, and boy, that might be a problem. Okay, yeah, sure, if you work for Major League Baseball, that might be a problem. As a fan of sports, I love that prospect. I, I'm all for it. I really hope that this rumor starts to build traction and they actually build this into a plan and everything works out. And Kind of like I said, there's still plenty of hurdles that need to be jumped that Major League Baseball has zero control over before this can even happen. I'm just hoping and praying that those hurdles get jumped here pretty soon. So to wrap it all up, it's it's nothing concrete, nothing really confirmed. There's no this is a story that happened from a Chicago sports talk host who knows a guy who knows some guys in Major League Baseball. But it's cool, and I'm hoping it happens. Tomorrow, we'll have Cam Miller joining me on the podcast. We're going to talk about 1981. I'm going to talk about the crazy shortened season of 1981 and also 
Starting next week, we will have a series looking back on the old Reds stadiums. Great American Ballpark is an amazing stadium, but when you've been around for 150 years, you've had a few homes, a few places you call home. So I'm going to go over that with Cam on a series starting next week, but also you're not going to want to miss tomorrow as we talk about some history. Thanks so much for listening, though, to today's podcast. If you have not already done so, hit subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening to this podcast on. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and follow the show at Locked On Reds, and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We'll try and get to a couple of uh, Locked On Reds line things here in the near future. Also, like I mentioned, at the beginning use that smart device now that this episode is over say hey smart device play the latest episode of locked on mlb thanks guys we'll talk to you tomorrow hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.